Well, Ed's had that idea of coming up with pitches for other new things told old ways. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wonder that. Uh, it was in the emails. We sent it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that, but I I thought of I, that separately. I didn't either. Oh, very good, Stephen. But it is the Thank segment you. that I yes. wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Full <laughs> 10 points to Gryffindor. I definitely... <laughs> wow. That's basically what I wrote down anyway, so that's fine. Uh, St- but I didn't see it. Stephen, also, I, I assume that you're Hufflepuff. So that's what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, Whoa! It's not a nice thing to it's say. It's going to be me. Hold on. Uh, uh, you're definitely Hufflepuff. I don't think any of you are Hufflepuff. I wouldn't wish that on any of you. <laughs> they have their years, right? They do okay in sports sometimes. Uh, yeah, because uh, they're nice. <laughs> they're good at being equipment managers for the Quidditch team. Well, you're starting to sound a little more Slytherin. Well, I don't care. At least they have ambition. <laughs> yeah. Ambition I wish uh, Hufflepuff were my best friend or my worst enemy. Just people I don't know <laughs> that well. Right. I would yeah. love to have a worst enemy who's a Hufflepuff. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm wishing on a star. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Track match. Yeah. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 232. We have now done as many episodes as the YOLO bus route that provides one morning and one afternoon trip Monday through Friday between Central and East Davis and downtown Sacramento. Huh. Yay! So that's... uh, That's great. Wait, is that... You only live twice because it's once in the morning, once in the afternoon? (laughs) You only live once bus? That would be a crazy... That would be a party bus. It should be called YOLO bus. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, Crazy suicide. Luckily, I'm... I'm very happy I left Yolo County before Yolo hit as a thing. I have no idea how how intense it was. I have like, several friends who have made the drive from Portland down to California that have gone through Yolo County, and everybody has to take a picture of Yolo County. Uh, uh, yeah, sign. Sure. Like if, yeah, well, I get it. You know, it's like you have to stop in weed, also, right? Right, exactly. Uh, People are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that tipped you off. It wasn't like I just I just plagues and. Uh, and war. Humanity, kind of terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on the fence for a long time, but the people taking a picture next to Yolo County sign. The straw that broke the camel's back. I'm, I'm getting off the fence. I've decided to come down on humanity stuff. <laughs> Speaking of things that won't come in handy very often, this week we're talking about William Shakespeare's Star Wars, which is uh, not written by William Shakespeare. Uh, it's written by some guy who talked to us at the end of the audiobook, and I don't remember his name. Ian Dusher. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. See, I gotta take a picture with Doucher. That seems required. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm back Pretty on the sure fence again. It won't be spelled the way you want it to be spelled. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is a, uh, this is our first ever charity sponsorship. So a friend of mine from high school, by the name of Zach Adair, was recently with his wife was struck by a car in a uh, pedestrian crosswalk, and they were both severely injured. And they're uh, Zach is a big fan of the show. And so we're sending out this, uh, it's going to be a fun little episode, and we're uh, sending this out, hoping uh, the good vibes and the laughs will make you feel better, Zach. Hopefully it'll help along with recovery. And also, uh, we're going. We're sending this out so that if you are interested in helping out the Adairs, you can do that. So they are uh, paying for this exorbitant medical procedures that they're having to do, and uh, you can help. We can, we can all help. It's great. So if you go right now to... GoFundMe.com slash Adairs Recovery. You can see, uh, you can read a little more about the story and about the Adairs and what happened, and you can donate to their cause. And it, it's how, been a. How would you spell Adairs Recovery, Alex? A D A I R S Recovery, but that's just me. I'm not good at spelling. Um, well, try that one out. Yeah. I'd, I'd say you'd have a good percent chance of that working. But, yeah, uh, okay, it checks out. Uh, <laughs> but you can read about them and, uh, uh, and you can support them. And they've had a. A very successful fundraising. Their goal was twenty-five thousand, and they've they've gotten over twenty thousand dollars so far. So they are well on their way to helping pay for this medical expenses. But anyway, Zach's a really good dude, um, and uh, I would love it if you guys could help him out. And hopefully, this episode will make make everybody feel better. And that'll we won't. I'm not gonna bum you out all day, everybody. Let's get to the laughs, right? Let's get back to the yucks. We were yucking it up, and then we had to be all sad. Zach, this is your day to be this happy. This is going to be a weird, a weird kind of whiplash of tones for us, I think, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Much like this book. Yeah, there is some weird whiplash in this book. So if you want to sponsor an episode, though, yourself, you can also do that by going to read-weep.com, 
click on the green dollar sign, you can sign up for our email list. And uh, this, you can also help us out by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep and signing up for a free trial membership, getting a free audiobook. Let's uh, introduce the panel for you today. We have a great panel. We have our, uh, this is, I would say, a classic panel. This is our top, one of our yeah. top five most this popular is, this panels. Is the, this is traditional. The 27th incarnation of this panel? Yeah. Is that 27th? What? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're at 27, wow. Stephen. That's you're, crazy. You're a full Sa- 10% Sarah of our episodes. Sarah is like right, right with you. Yeah, Sarah's been but. doing a lot of them. I'm going to have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only way. I'm just kidding. I love Sarah. Yeah. That's what's going to make killing her so much harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's so heartbreaking <laughs> worth that I have it. to do this. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I feel like you'll find a way to work out your problems. You'll probably kill us first. Um, we could start our own podcast. Yeah, we, we, you joke about that all the time, but you and Sarah could definitely do a show. So, first of all, joining us, uh, I'm Alex Falcon. Well, I'm not joining us. I'm Alex Falcon. I'm at Alex underscore Falcon on Twitter. And uh, here are some friends. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. Please welcome Ezra Fox. Beep, boop, beep. And now, my plan will be unveiled. Beep, boop, Whistle, beep. squeak. <laughs> Whistle, squeak. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, R2 yeah. had a lot of plans that yeah. he, she then started talking about. Really? He, she? Oh, that's a great question. What's the gender? Fair. I mean, he was voiced by a dude. I think that's enough. And also, wasn't it a, a dude in the trash can in the original movie? Uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Kenny Baker. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, who, His who memoir, to... Dude in the Trash Can, was coming out <laughs> this fall. I bet at any given moment, there's at least five different conversations in the world about what gender... RTD2 and c Most of them taking place on Wikipedia. Some days, some days we're, we're breaking new ground with what we talk about, and some days we're just, it's old trotted ground. This is old hat, yeah. Yeah. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. He knows the gender of every creature in the Star Wars universe. Please welcome, <laughs> from Brooklyn, New York, it's Chris Smith. Well, I'm just here on patrol. Look, a locked door. Nothing is ever behind a locked door. Come on, fellow stormtroopers. Let's move along. I mean, like, w- w- does he not know the difference between a closet and, like, a, a, a desk area? Like, it was like a locked door, but it was like a locked door to an office, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if it was a closet, you'd be like, yeah, nothing's hiding in a locked closet because that's weird. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe he just um, thought people were getting busy in there and didn't want to interrupt. Or... Oh, yeah. yeah. Stormtroopers are known for being very respectful of people's business time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what I think, we can all say we probably loved like the stormtrooper uh like ad hoc um just i guess monologues and or like you know moments of trying to reason their way through this universe like <laughs> that was kind of my favorite part yeah i i definitely there were a couple i think this was a cute idea that was well executed in a lot of places and one of mm-hmm. them was the soliloquies from people who didn't have characterizations before like darth vader's number two who wanted to be like i wish i was number one but darth vader keeps winning you know like they gave some motivation to characters <laughs> choking me yeah, yeah. <laughs> they give motivation to people who didn't have it. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, General Mahdi. Yeah. Also, yeah. G- what's the gender, Chris? Uh, male. This is actually a really easy quiz. Uh, if it's not <laughs> it's, Princess it's Leia, the answer is male. Guy in the in the movie, he's male. I know, but there's also no other women, right? So <laughs> there are. Well, did, but I mean, there must did be. you did you see his penis? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Did There's I a picture of it on Wikipedia? Dick, dick picture didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but but guys, uh, this is actually a great a great idea. I bet there is sort of like a Mulan style stormtrooper where it's like she wanted to join the Empire and like mm. you know just like posed as a dude and like this is like the story of like her like like radical feminism. Which is like no, I, a, a woman can be just as good of a stormtrooper as a man. You know, yeah. I thought uh, they were all clones. Well, so they were historically, but then the clones <laughs> she could sneak in. Out, so, and they needed more stormtroopers to enforce a See, a rock, I would like to, when, when they clones. were clones, it would be better if a non-clone was doing that, like trying to be oh, like, yeah. no, I'm a short for exactly the same of us. Sort of a Gattaca version where he's like, I'm loveborn, yeah. but I'm just as he good broke, at evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he broke the clone glass ceiling. I think yeah. that Mulan I, is I a like very, Mulan, st- Mulan is a very different movie if she wants to be evil. If she's yeah. like, I could join an evil army too. 
Yeah, I want to join the Huns. Yeah, it's yeah. just hard to It doesn't matter what she wears or what she looks like. It only matters what she pillages planets like. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Women can be just as shitty as men. Also joining us today, our very special guest. Uh, it's He's at Stephen T. Carter on Twitter in Washington. It's Stephen Carter. <laughs> Oh, God, that is annoying when you do it that way. <laughs> yeah, it is annoying. It's annoying in a book, too. It's, it's annoying in an audiobook, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, this is one of the things that this book did a great job of, is reminding me who was really annoying. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. for example, C-3PO for the whole book. Right. Well, also, oh, like, really? I mean, just my boat goes to Luke. Yeah, and Luke, too. He's such oh, a whiner in this he's book. Always Have annoying. you seen episode four? Like, you know somewhat recently like luke is just no. a whiny no he's yeah he's awful time. yeah i guess so that's what i mean is i hadn't seen the characters as well yeah it does it, it stays true to the annoyingness of those characters i just thought it was crazy that every time darth vader was in a scene it bothered me at least that like they had to do his breathing sound effect when he wasn't speaking or like when somebody else was talking and i just it was like you know sleeping next to the fat kid at a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you know, that as sleep I was that breather kid. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sleeping next yeah. to myself. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's let's hear what happened in this. This is going to be an interesting summary since you guys probably know the plot of A and H. But this and this is just that with some extra talking. But uh, Chris, yes, I would like you to summarize today in the style of. Actually, you know what? Since this is already something in the style of something else, just do you. I just want to oh, hear thanks. Chris in the style of Chris. I want you to be Aww. authentic today. Aww. Uh So. William Shakespeare's Star Wars A New Hope is a retelling of Star Wars The New Hope in Shakespearean verse. And pretty much... Mm, Chris, I'm going to pause it. you right there. Chris, yeah. can you pump up the Chris a little bit? <laughs> I'm not feeling sure it. Thing. I'm not feeling You're, the Chris. It's fading already. Your All right, so, so you get soliloquies, right? And these soliloquies, <laughs> like that's a, that's a fancy Shakespeare word for uh, uh, interior monologues where they explain their thoughts and what's going on. And uh, this this version of the Chris, Star I'm going to stop you right there. Notable. Hey, Chris. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're Chris, right? Like you're, you're yeah. You know, yeah. you just moved, you just moved to Brooklyn. You're, yeah. You know, you're Chris. You're from you, like the Seattle area. Like you're really summarizing. Feel, yeah, get there. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. You're doing good. Like you're at eighty. I want you to be at one hundred and ten. Okay. okay. And don't and don't act like Chris. Be Chris. Okay. Yeah. React like Chris. Yes. Yeah. That'll do. Uh, Stephen. Stephen, you're doing a great Stephen though. I just want to say. I want, oh, I want thank to, you. You're, yeah. you're really no, leading I'm the true. way, Stephen. Yeah. Very I've, I've been, yeah. Thank you. So so this the a new hope opens with with the whole thing about the Death Star plans. And for example, uh when Leia gives the plans to R2, R2 has a big soliloquy about oh he has this mission and he's got to go find Obi-Wan and there's a lot of intention stating at every single point in this uh in this book. And so of course they crash land the droids crash land on Tatooine, they find Luke Skywalker, Luke leads them to Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan takes them all on the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo and Chewbacca to rescue the princess from the Death Star. They rescue her and then they take the rebellion and they blow up said Death Star, and that's they just take the very, rebellion very over there, and then uh, yeah, it's just a, a wee rebellion. Pick up the um, rebellion at every point. It's actually, you know, there are nods here to uh, to Shakespearean plays. So we've got uh, you know, kind of the 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 friends, uh, rebels, starfighters, lend yeah. me your ears. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got you know some some tropes from Hamlet. We've got tropes from other stuff. Um, yeah, there's just a lot a lot of Shakespeare nods here and there. Um, uh, if if you if you know what generally Star Wars is, and you know generally what Shakespeare is, it's Star Wars. Smush them together. Sh- yeah, smush them together. Yeah, make a delicious sandwich, and and that's what we have here. It, it's kind of like if you read the title, you read the book. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. That's yep. exactly what it was. Like. <laughs> Sticks and to its that's promise. The book. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, all right. So uh, this is interesting. I, I have. I'm trying to gauge your animosity levels. Uh, obviously, Ezra liked it, but. Uh, this is interesting. I'm not sure how it else feels. About Why am I the easiest judge on this? <laughs> You're the easiest judge on most things. I tell you, unless I, I like I it, like, you think I'm it's the great. Paul Abdul. You, <laughs> you no, know, I mean you really are. It's really just your my counterbalance. If I loved it, you'll you'll tell me how bad it was. So, I think that's the trick. That's if true. I want to get you to hate something, I need to tell you it's great. <laughs> But let's, uh, uh, well, let's. Oh, so listeners at listeners at home, if you're trying to figure out which one I am and which one Chris is, I'm the one that likes it. 
Yeah, I was actually. <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. I was thinking about this. It's not that you guys are. It's it, you can't tell that you are two different people. Like they can tell that you're two different people. They just can't tell which one is which because you're not. Your personality mm. and your voice are not matched up enough. Do do people get confused on which is? They have which no is idea that? which of them. Oh, is no which. idea. Well, yeah. Maybe every time you speak, you should just preface it by saying your name. <laughs> I swamp thing. Have a compliment. <laughs> Wait, there's a fifth person here now. <laughs> swamp thing. Swamp thing is our new permanent our silent partner. The producer uh, in the other room. Swamp thing. Yeah, or maybe you know, maybe I'll have some catchphrases that say, you know, at the end of everything I say, I'm like, well, and I guess that's just fine for Chris. <laughs> Good. Oh yeah, that's a better way to like work it inside. Yeah, the not end. In, not yeah. at the beginning. Do it at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah, is just one Chris's opinion. opinion. I, every time you finish, we'll all just react with like classic Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but Stephen, I can tell you a part. Everyone can uh, because don't. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Nothing to say about you or your voice. Yeah, a thin I voice know, is a I compliment, right? No one wants a thick voice. I think you do want a thick voice. Do I you? think the thic- <laughs> thickness of your what? voice determines you want like a your... voice like you're talking through a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So well, that's that's a dude that I trust. I would give that dude my money to invest. <laughs> But me, it's like, oh, yeah, because that's protection money. Let me tell you yeah. about some new financial instruments. <laughs> yeah, nobody. I sound like just a, like a weird usher at a theater, you know? Like, I don't. I'm not a guy you trust with anything important. <laughs> well, but location of seats—that's important. Yeah, no, I'm not even doing that though. I'm Get just me to the orchestra the level. Yeah. I'm, oh, you're not that. You're you're just the program. I mean, my title is usher, but I don't have usher responsibilities. Okay, usher. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want <laughs> I want you to have first or last responsibilities in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll go first. All right, lay it uh, I think if you strip out the Shakespearean dialogue, uh, the story would make a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is that, that's a, a coded way to say that I actually did not like this. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but you do like A New Hope. Uh, you, you're, you're a fan. Uh, I Actually, I mean, like, generally, I mean, the story here is good. Like, I mean, the st- story of Star Wars, the first one was fantastic, right? That's why it was super popular. Yeah. Hero's Journey, right? I'm not breaking any ground by saying that. I don't think I'm making news here. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want to. It's it's too early in the day. Yeah. But not to, I'm not going to spoil my hate, but uh, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it this whole thing very much. I did it was fine. I thought just like uh this brought out some of the annoyingness of certain characters it also sort of showed some of the plot points that I wasn't really a fan of um I that just sort of drew them out by making like like uh how transparent it is like Luke is on this land but he's the son so obviously it's going to work out and then it's just super convenient that everything happens in exactly like the perfect way to pull Luke out of his yeah. farming job. Like, yeah. it just sort of emphasizes how corny that first the part is. The perfect way by killing his family. They're not really <laughs> his family. They're extended family. They are his family. family. <laughs> um, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even get a day off work for their funerals. Oh well, my god. <laughs> That's more about the politics of Tatooine than... It is. It really is about yeah. <laughs> Bereavens uh, League. They just... Yeah, they have very bad Bereavens. I think it's a perfect time actually to transition into my compliment, because my compliment is sort of the opposite of that. My compliment is, uh, I think it's a great idea. I like the idea a lot. Specifically, the Shakespearean Star Wars idea is great. Uh, I like because I like it because a group of my friends did a stage show called A Struggle Celestial a few years ago that was a live stage version of star wars as a shakespearean play and it was super funny uh much funnier than this uh and a struggle celestial is a great title for it and and it was a completely awesome play and so i love the idea i like the idea of it i think it's a great idea right that's my compliment (laughs) is to the idea (laughs) okay just want to be clear on alex did you like it or not i I need to know how to think about this I actually, actually, the truth is, I think it's a great five-minute idea. I think that's exactly right. This would have made yeah. an awesome five-minute video on YouTube, and I yeah. would have watched the first like four and a half. Yeah, it's long. Ooh, it's long. And this is only like a three and a half hour audiobook, okay. which for it, us is like yeah, it took it took you guys three and a half hours of doing other things to get through this. I don't feel like it was a slog. <laughs> I, that's true. I listened to it on a road trip though, and I like was like, oh, but I have so many other things I'd rather listen to right now. Yeah, that was it. Was the opportunity cost that really hurt the most? It was. Yeah, <laughs> the ear opportunity cost. 
No. Not that. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I'll Let's give get it, that I'll trending. Give it I'll give it to him. Yeah, because I don't like it. That's why. That's why you gave it to him, Ez. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. You're right. I just balanced it out. <laughs> you were just about to say you hated it, and then I hated it too. Oh my God, we've cracked the code of the podcast. <laughs> There's you, your job this is to restore balance to the Ezra, force. The That's way. what you do. <laughs> yeah. Ezra yeah. is opposite Alex, and Chris. Classic Ezra. He's, he's here. Chris is like eighty percent Chris. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Wait, so like that means like I would I would be happy like if I was Luke Skywalker I totally would be like you know go evil full on evil if just there are too many like um, you know Jedi Knights to begin with. No, like you're Anakin and you're like oh I'm hanging out with all these great Jedi Knights I need to turn into Anakin. That's what yeah, happens. All right, he did he did yeah so like he did also restore balance to the Force. Yeah, that was the thing. That was that trickly worded prophecy. Right. Man, wouldn't the world be different if prophecies were more clearly worded? Holy shit. Uh, that'd be that'd be that'd be really convenient. <laughs> or or the monkey's paw actually asks you about all the exceptions of your wish. <laughs> yeah. Like how would you like this money? Would like, you like your son to die or would you like to have a convenient like lottery ticket perhaps? Thanks monkey's yeah. paw. Maybe That's maybe very a wire kind. transfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As balance out the force so far in the compliments, uh, what's your major compliment? Um, I mean, I, I thought the production value on this was pretty solid. Like, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to anything that's like basically a play, uh, audiobook is a great way to do it instead of just reading it. It really comes alive. Um, yeah, it was they, a lot more like a got radio the actual drama. John Williams. Yeah, yeah, right. So the, you know, it was it was a it was actually a Lucasfilm production. So they got uh, like John Williams uh, music, and they like did it kind of in a uh, old timey uh, Renaissance style. Um. Uh, other than Darth Vader's breathing, like this, the last Star Wars one we listened to, the Shadows of the Empire or whatever, like uh-huh. that one was like mm-hmm. ear splitting at times and really awful. This was actually had really good production values. It was, although the thing that I'm yeah. curious about is like I really thought it was funny whenever R two D two spoke in beep squeaks, but then they would also after he just said his line, beep squeak, squeak, <laughs> beep beep, then they would play and they would play like the actual sound effect. The dialogue is representing the sound effect, not... Yeah. It's weird when there's both of them. Agreed. Yeah, you kind of can't have both, both have it both ways. It is confusing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with the music at the end. Yeah, we like, agreed. Alex, the, we agreed. Uh, well, sorry, Chris. That's not what's going to happen for the end of the show. <laughs> I got confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> Classic Chris. All right. <laughs> We're not no. helping our audience here, Alex. <laughs> hey guys, no. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no one has oh, that Sarah problem. Oh, Sarah got another appearance on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, she's way ahead of you, Reedy. She's gonna beat you. Uh, damn it! All You're right, welcome, Sarah. All right, uh, that uh, did you go? You went, Chris. Yeah, major that compliment. Which one am I? My compliment is uh, we kind of talked about this pre- uh, previously. It was just for all of the asides and soliloquies like that happened. Um, I know that they uh, slowed down the pace of of the plots, and they you know kind of at times were a little forced. But like the fact is when like you know R two is there and they crash land on the desert. It's R two and three PO, and R two has a soliloquy about how lame three PO is. You know, I don't know. It was, it was just fun. I thought was that was great. Sides. Everybody hating three PO. Like Luke also oh, yeah. has like man, he talks a lot. Uh, yeah, there's kind of, of a, a nice moment when one of the stormtroopers like had figured out like exactly what happened was going on, and then there was like, yes. nah, that seems pretty far fetched. Stormtrooper number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought or, the, the stormtroopers that, were my those favorite. sorts of figurines are above our pay grade. Is basically the argument. I, Always like thinking about what this, what's in it for the stormtroopers. What's going in through yeah. their minds? That's my favorite uh, way to approach a story like this. Yeah. Oh, poor Davin Faith. The 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 henchmen. What were they trying to get out of this? What are they? What's their long term? What's their five year plan? Yeah. Is it a benefits thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes like people take a government job even if they don't really agree with the government's program because because of the union. Good pension. Yeah, and the pension. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. They're probably not unions, yeah, right? right? Like, the empire probably busts unions. Yeah, but, you know, well, I, almost snows in D.C., they take a holiday. So, I mean, I think, yeah. that, like, maybe the Stormtroopers are also similarly, like, ben- beneficial. Or you think Stormtroopers get holiday pay? Policies. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. I No, I think it's actually much better than you, and hazard pay probably also. Like, I think it's much better than, like, the, the moisture farmer situation on Tatooine. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. think they take life day off? <laughs> life day. 
I was trying to think of a good <laughs> Star Wars holiday, and I forgot about that, the one that That's exists. the only one. Yeah. I forgot about Life Day. Uh, Let's never speak of it again. You know what I would like? <laughs> I would definitely listen to uh, William Shakespeare's Star Wars holiday special. Oh, that's oh, what God. should have been done. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been actually. That, that enjoy been yawn minstrels, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> let's jump now into our hates. Let's let's release the dogs, as it were. Uh, let's just do some. Uh, let's do our hateth segment. Ith. Let's slip the nerfs of war. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, that's the game. It is kind of fun for a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Maybe you know, five. I'm just go first to to pile on here on my compliment, I guess. Uh, which is huh. to say, I said all these asides are great. There's one I hated, which was Darth Vader. Like he had one that was like, oh, it's it's uh, you know, it was about how this is his fate, and he sort of resigned to it. But he also showed regret for killing the captain of the, the Corellian Corvette. And hmm. it's not his first kill. I mean, if he wanted to show regret and, like, have an existential moment, maybe it should be after he kills all the younglings in uh, episode three. Uh, younglings. Like, yeah, but this is 20 years <laughs> on or whatever. Like, he's all he's been doing is killing. Like, yeah. this is not a moment for reflection. Oh, I don't think right. it was very true to the character wait, wait, what whatsoever. Wait, what if Vader's like he was like reformed? He was like like recovering killer, I guess, and like he killed all the younglings in his past, but like hadn't like hadn't fallen off the killer wagon for like a while, and then like he's like, oh, oh, this I guy was just killed again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why do well, I put myself I give in these my situations chip. where it's yeah. possible yeah. to kill people? I'm gonna go That's right. Some murder gun. <laughs> I feel like. Hi, I'm Darth yeah, Vader, feel... and I'm a serial murderer. Hi, Darth Vader. I'm gonna go chew some murder gum. Let's not let that slip by. That was really funny. Thank you. Thank Shit. you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta um, re-recognize it. Good work, Chris. Uh, All right. Uh, speaking of uh, of like asides that I didn't think quite fit, and maybe I'm wrong here, but was there ever a moment in the the original Star Wars movie like after Han leaves before like he comes back to rescue Luke at the Death Star fight? Like mm-hmm. when he leaves, you don't. There's not a moment where he's like, oh, maybe I am a rebel. Like that all happens off screen, right? Yeah, correct. Totally. But in yeah, here, they so had, he had it's a whole like actual su- surprise. Yeah, like, yeah. He, and which which was fantastic. I thought, like, in the movie, because like you know that moment sort of completes everybody's journey at once, and Han like actually you know having loyalty to something for the first time to actually have that come in a soliloquy here. Like, I felt like kind of really spoiled a little what was too one on of the, the nose. Best moments, yeah, yeah. Han Solo does bring everybody mm. to completion for sure, yeah, but I Gross. think in in this <laughs> simultaneous, uh, <laughs> no. simultaneously. But no, I, I agree that that like. Um. What else does somebody else hate? Oh, Ez, do you ha- do you have any haters? Yeah, thank you, Chris. Um, <laughs> I uh, I grew up like very much grew up on Star Wars, so I, a lot of the stuff is like I've seen like a billion times, but like haven't really been conscious for most of that. I didn't realize that Biggs died. Oh. Like that. That Luke's, really? Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that either. Biggs. Yeah, I had I had no idea that Biggs died. This actually, um, by having hearing it this way, it did the, help me remember some names of people and characters that mattered yeah. later. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Four Man. So like, yeah, yeah. I I was totally death, bummed out. And in then death, I, like, Red Four has a name. And it's Biggs. <laughs> His name <laughs> is Robert. His name is Biggs, Biggs. Darklighter. His name was Biggs Darklighter. <laughs> Wait, Darklighter? Yeah. Wow, there's some corny, over-the-top names on Tatooine. Holy Fuck, shit. Man. 70s sci-fi, right? Yeah. That's why they called him Biggs, all right? That's why they called him Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also looked him up, and uh, Biggs had a great porn stash. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. <laughs> Super good. I remember that as a kid really vividly for some reason. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like okay. nightmares or like? No, I, I think I was just sensitive to mustaches because I knew I'd never be able to grow them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you always got to remember Porkins. Porkins is the fat one, right? Right. That's Which, easy. by the way, like oh. if you know, I, I'm no 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 offense to him whatsoever, but like, you know, should he be flying planes? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I mean, you like, gonna, I thought you were going to say something about how terrible it was that his name is Porkins, and no. Your your problem is that you can't emergency exit fast enough. Like he's got to go, like you know, if because they fly not just in space but in the atmosphere, right? And there's gonna and either way, there's gonna be like a lot of g forces and everything like that, and it's gonna take a extreme toll on the human body. And if you're not in great shape, like I like I'm not fit to go fly an airplane, you know. And if somebody 
who's like 400 pounds more than me. I mean, I assume that... Uh, <laughs> he's not, I mean, he's, he's stocky. He's not obese. If you look at that movie again, he's not that fat. I mean, his name is Porkins, so... Okay, wait, they, have, they actually have a weight... They have a weight for him on Wikipedia, okay? Oh, oh what is it? Yeah. He's 110, 110 kilograms. Oh, shit. Okay, so he's like, that oh, could be anything. That two bucks 30, two bucks 242. 40. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is, again, 400 pounds heavier than me. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the planet, but yeah. Negative Steven. 160. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. negative 160 Very is Very thin-voiced. Yeah. 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 And in real life, too. Okay, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm picture. Maybe this is again. Maybe it's like the mustache is like probably grown in my memory. His fat has also exploded in my memory. Well, Stephen, as yeah. you as you well know, oh. the camera adds four hundred pounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, college weight. Yeah, I got to figure this is the rebel army. They're not as strict in their application process. I mean, the- you're right, and that's that's the counter argument. <laughs> is like they're like. They're not like, listen, dude, uh, I'm glad you want to, are willing to die for a righteous cause and you're great at flying planes despite your weight, but it just the numbers just don't add up to me. Sorry. <laughs> like, I just don't see that interview. I, yeah, yeah, they're a rebellion. They're scraping oh, man, do, by. Do you see... <laughs> I like the idea that there's like maybe like a there's a hut maybe that also like wants to volunteer and they're like, sure. Uh, I'm hut. not sure how we're going to get a hut in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like huts aren't skilled f- pilots; they're skilled uh, sexual harassers and face lickers. And or so maybe there's like a super could, thin yeah. hut that wants to be with the other huts and hang right, out. Right, right. But uh, he can't. Yeah. The, uh, what planet is the hut from? Hut, Chris. Oh God, Hutville. I forget. It's been too long. Um, the city. Where does he live? All right, hut. No, there there is a hut homeworld. Um, I'm not going to Google it right now. This joke doesn't Varl, work. This guys. is way more work than the joke is worth. Although I do yeah. like if one of their, the first names was Blue 42, Blue 42 set. The hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> this is a good, like, it's a good comedy game. It's a good improv game to redo Star Wars in, you know, Shakespearean language. Uh-huh. And some of what they did was really smart, but... Some of it was actually just dead wrong. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take the, the, the smart lit hate. I Everybody guess. push up your glasses. Yeah. So at one point, 3PO says in troth to mean in truth, but it should be by my troth. Oh. It's not mm. in troth. And, and another time, they described the rebellion as a hurly burly rebellion. Um, and it's not a 1920s LY, dance song. Hurly burly is not an adjective, it's actually a noun. It's, it's like saying there's a riot. Whoa. Um, really? What? Yeah, it, it's an easy mistake to make, but at the same time, like if you're gonna commit to being a published work of like using the Shakespearean language, I uh, I expected more. What would you, you know? What would you say about my use of hateth segment ith? Is that close? Um, close enough because you're my friend. Oh, thanks, <laughs> and buddy. I love you. You're not, fact, <laughs> you're not fact-checking me. That's so sweet. Wow, that yeah. got really sweet. That did get sweet. <laughs> Classic, Chris. Yeah. Classic Chris. <laughs> Very Hufflepuff of me. <laughs> this reality was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. Is this real life? Fuck, I'm tired. Meanwhile, in the Read It and Weep family room. <sighs> hey, guys. Jesus, Steven, you look terrible. You remember when you accidentally created a self-aware ad child to sell ad space on the podcast? Vaguely? Uh, episode 161. Butlerbot, can you play that clip? <laughs> Meanwhile, in your ears. Gosh, I do love listening to Read It and Weep. I do whatever they say. Well, maybe you should advertise with them. Wait, that was me. I- I'm in an ad? Uh... Holy shit! My life is a lie! Oh, boy. My name! I don't I don't know my own name! Well, uh, God, in the, in the script, you're just kid. And the shitty writer could have spent two minutes coming up with a name? Uh, it's Steven. All right, there. Are you happy? That's the guest name! You can't just give me a cut-rate name and think I won't notice. Maybe this was a bad idea. Hey, Steven's a great name. Is it? Is it really? Then what do you need a PH for if a V would have worked? So, Steven, how's that going for you? You ever have one of those waking nightmares that feels like it's lasted your whole life? Nope. No? All the time, man. All the time. 
I would kill for one of those. I want a sandwich. You don't have a stomach. How do you need another sandwich? I don't know. Uh, he- here, little Steven, I'll-, I'll get Butler Bot to make you something. I hope you like yogurt and fresca. Eh. You know, Steven, your kid seems pretty all right. I mean, Butler Bot sure likes him. Do you want to play Lego? Yeah, but he's broken. He accidentally read William Shakespeare's Star Wars before he watched the original trilogy. Uh Uh-oh. Now he thinks that's the original. It is the original! Drink your fresca! I am! Good! You know, we've had the same problem with Alfonso when he thought Harry Potter was a parody of My Immortal. And my great bear cubs thought Snooky invented Italy. What'd you do? Well, we just bought our kids the quality originals from reen-weep.com slash Amazon. You like your Harry Potter box set, right, Alfonso? And you like the Snooky bronzer I bought you, right, Cubs? I'm not a great dad. That's a good start, but what if I want to feel really good about myself? Well, if you want to feel really good about yourself, you can donate to Zach and Ashley Adair's Recovery Fund at GoFundMe.com slash Adair's Recovery. That would make me feel good. Could could you spell that last part? Sure, it's uh, A-D-A-I-R-S Recovery. Done. Now I'm a better person. Butlerbot wants me to sleep over. Can I, Steven, with a PH? Sure, Steven, with a V. Say, why don't we all sleep over and watch the original trilogy? We can we can e- eat Chex Mix if you want. Yeah? Yeah. Redashweep.com slash Amazon, bringing fake kids and reluctant dads together since 2014. I made a friend. And help Zach and Ashley at GoFundMe.com slash Adair's Recovery. Redeem yourself as a human being. Uh, here's what I want to know, you guys. So for the little bit of this that was a good idea, you know, that it was like a, a fun mashup, like what are other things you would like to see Star War- or Shakespeare did? What would you like to see the Shakespeare's touch to? Or alternately, what would you like to see a style for another book? Like what what style, what mashup? So one, one idea to maybe just kick us off is uh, this is Jorge Luis Borges' idea here. But it would be great rather than pretend that Shakespeare wrote this to just say and know that he did write Star Wars and then just yes. be like, what does that mean about William Shakespeare that like in his canon, he just had one wacky sci-fi adventure with light swords? <laughs> Wait, he only wrote this one. He didn't write the whole series. Oh, we could we could expand that. Yeah, we could. Because oh, I'd like them. it if he did the whole, all six of them because then I could be like, man, Shakespeare really let himself go after he got rich. Yeah, all three like a, of them. Just all stop. three of them. <laughs> no. But if you do all six, it's like, you know, it's the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker. And I actually yeah. really like... One of the first three are just histories, which is Shakespeare code for snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, this this reminds me of just the other stuff that, you know, is, is coming out these days that was based on, uh, you know, kind of prior works. For instance, uh, you know, some of the opera that's coming out these days is just awful. Like, uh, the, Puc- the the restaging of Puccini's uh, Transformers, The Dark Side of the Moon. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mo- I, Mozart's I The Matrix. All the, yeah. Sorry, I think it was actually The Dark of the Moon, just to... It's The Dark of the Moon, yeah. Dark Side yeah. of the Moon is Pink Floyd. Thank right. you. <laughs> Although, if you play I, those I hate both you to at mess the same time... Yeah, if you play that and, and Puccini's uh, robot opera at the same time, then you, know, they you sync up. will not enjoy either because it's not, they don't make sense together. <laughs> okay, for, for the record, guys, I would love to live in a world where there was like kids' toys based on opera characters. <laughs> like, Everybody has their Valkyrie uh, action figures. Yeah, opera is so popular that everyone is like, let's play opera. And then they grab their little action figures. If opera writers started writing operas about robots that can change shape, I think that would solve that problem. <laughs> Sold. <Yeah. laughs> Let's play Barbara Seville. I'll grab the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I always confuse the Barbara of Seville with the demon Barbara of Fleet Street. I, maybe I, <laughs> Those are pretty mm. different. I know they are, but it's the only two The singing. normal Barbara of Seville. <laughs> yeah, right. The non-cannibal Barbara of Seville. It's hard for yeah. me to remember. <laughs> I mean, I only know two musical things about barbers, so I don't know how you... It's easy to mash them up. <laughs> That's why I need every time the Barber of Seville says anything for someone to go, classic Barber of Seville. So, oh, classic Alex. <laughs> That's how I can keep them separate. <laughs> um, I, quick, quick idea, guys. How do you feel about um, William Shakespeare's Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball? 
<laughs> as I feel great about yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's Shakespeare's party. <laughs> yeah, it's just her swinging on a giant skull. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd like to see something like a I don't know, like a like a Dostoevsky's Matrix where it's really just a sadder, more political matrix. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, he's already taken the blue pill. It's now he has to <laughs> deal with the consequences. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a I, good dust. I would also like Kafka's Matrix, I think, as well, where he just, like, he wakes up and, like, t- into, like, a suit, but, like, it turns out he's actually really a cockroach. Like, he was thinking he was a human. <laughs> that would be like, yeah. Oh, like- I was going to go with uh, the jury Kafka, where basically the Matrix, you know, when they have those halls of guns that appear in the Matrix, uh-huh. just halls of different doors that he has to run through to try to get paperwork stamped. <laughs> I uh, so I just realized I'm playing this game with English majors, and I, I tap out. No, 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 <laughs> Stephen. None of us majors. No, 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 it's all right. It's English right. minors. Yeah, no, Chris, oh, sorry. Chris. Yeah, Chris had a minor. Yeah, this is all. This is all. We know one reference to each great literary work. Well, I already <laughs> used mine with Borges. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's bring it down to the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to do our minor compliments now in reverse order. Chris, yep. English yep. minor, you're up first. Yeah, um, so we talked a little bit about minor characters. Uh, my favorite thing about the minor characters in this book is actually not the Stormtroopers. It's that General Jan Dodonna, the general back at the Yavin 4 base, gets a shout-out and a name shout-out in, in this Shakespearean version. Him and Mon Mothma are two of the, the great leaders of the Rebellion. Uh-huh. You see Mon Mothma and Jedi um, that are totally unsung because they're eclipsed by the wonderfulness that is Admiral Akbar and his serial. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time... <laughs> I just love it when Jan Dodonna, you know, who also helped out with the A-Wing, uh, gets a shout-out like that. So, um, Star Wars... Chris, pretty... the thing about Admiral Akbar's fame, it's yeah. it's also a trap. It's also a trap. <laughs> it is a trap. Yeah. I, I My favorite part of that is... Uh, I, the reason I didn't pay much attention to Mon Matha... Uh, well, she wasn't in this. She's in Return of the Jedi. Right, right. But the reason I don't remember... She's the red-headed lady. The reason I don't remember her very well is because I thought she had died in that famous movie Godzilla vs. Mon Matha. <laughs> and that's right i thought she was just yeah a giant moth actually yeah. oh man but she yeah, actually is that was the matchup stage yeah how how great would this have been though if just the rebel's secret weapon instead of the force was just they had godzilla <laughs> use the godzilla luke yeah <laughs> wait that... but with this blast shield down i can't even see the target like just let godzilla do it and then godzilla just wanders <laughs> so in and punches say, so we have to make some assumptions here, right? That are we saying that Godzilla can breathe in space? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then, like, yeah. just like putting him on the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Have him stomp around and break stuff. And yeah, they're like, all right. The key is there's a small target. It's about two meters across. You have to go down a trench. Just drop a giant dinosaur lizard in there, and he will punch the shit out of it, cause a chain reaction. <laughs> Wait, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it does sound awesome. <laughs> a dinosaur punching I'll, the I'll Death Star to blow it up. That's. The best yeah. thing I've ever yeah. heard. I like that a lot. Um, what What if, guys, just in addition to to Chewie, there's a, like a, a second mate, all right, and it was Godzilla, and so they had to do like the, I guess the Godzilla like as a captive sort of thing, like with like little like tiny um, uh, handcuffs. Hand yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't like it, but I see where he's going with this. <laughs> Let the Godzilla win. Yes. <laughs> I'm sensing, I'm sensing a Godzilla. I haven't felt this presence since uh, last time it's a giant days. Japanese dinosaur came punching through our town. <laughs> There's like a Godzilla entrance on the side. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant flippy door. <laughs> I like it. The one weakness: a giant Godzilla entrance. <laughs> <laughs> they show the plans, and they're like, uh, we can imagine that a, a, a Godzilla entering at this angle. <laughs> <laughs> and they show a little wireframe of Godzilla. Any angle through this door would completely fuck our shit up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, I mean, there's only one Godzilla. It's not like he's going to do anything. Uh, all right. Uh, continuing backwards, Ezra, what's your minor compliment? Okay. Well, one thing, uh, it truly is impressive. Like, this was all in iambic pentameter. So, like, yeah. that's 
That's that's. I'm imagined hard. A yeah, feat, yeah, a feat so like, impressive he had to point it out himself at the end. I know. A feat so impressive he pointed to his own <laughs> okay, feet. Oh, classic Chris. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Actually, yeah. Uh, sorry. I mean, Chris's joke was also go really good, and we should give him more credit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, it was. It was like it was. It was a good. It was a good pun. Right. It was smart. Like, do I, we I, ever? Okay. I don't know if we ever need to give him more credit. I just like I didn't yeah, laugh as hard as credit. I should. We should give him yeah. more credit. Even if I feel bad about it. Even if it's good, we don't want to give him more credit. Okay. <laughs> don't get cocky, kid. I'm gonna do two really quick minor, com- like super minor compliments, okay. mini yep. minor compliments. Yep. First of all. Um, at the like one of the last few lines is uh, I think the narrator saying these are the Star Wars we have fought and seen, and yeah. I think all all movies should have really forced titular lines at the end. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was fun. And then also, womp rats are two meters across, which I never thought about this before. That's a huge rat. <laughs> yeah, that is it's so a many me- rat type thing. That yeah, is a really giant. Big. That's a six foot across rat. Yeah, it's nearly the length of an emperor penguin. That, yeah, but with this is a giant that is so huge, and also I love that the Empire uses the metric system. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, can you really? Do you really get credit for bullseye bull, bull, bullseyezing? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, bullseyezing. Uh, That's what we say. Then, if they're so, I mean, if you're in, if you're in a fighter jet and you bullseye something that's six feet across that's pretty good well yeah but again the targeting computer is really important here like how much work yeah, are you doing it's true how much is the, the computer doing and how much is godzilla doing yeah you know you sent yeah. a godzilla after him it's not that impressive yeah that's true godzilla <laughs> likes to help i also don't like the verb bullseyed we used to bullseye shut up we used to shoot fairly accurately <laughs> asshole uh yeah, they didn't actually have targets on them. That would have been the worst like evolutionary like like <laughs> problem for them if they actually had targets uh, on their backs. The womp uh, yeah. rat has evolved to have a large target on their side to make them it's easier really to shoot from space. Female womp rats just find it so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Like uh, sometimes the like uh, the birds of paradise have beautiful plumage that it makes them like top heavy and they're not great at walking. Because it's this hat, like where, where it's like just to be sexy, they're not good at actually like life things. That's what it would be. I mean, I'm not a space biologist, but it seems reasonable to me. Well, as a space biologist, <laughs> I'm, I I minored in space biology, but my 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 primary degree was in uh, oceanographic gynecology. So that's what I do. <laughs> We can't keep that because we're not keeping the other part. Yeah, I, oh, that's I know. Too bad. Yeah, how are you going to do that? That one? was just for, for as a freebie to you guys. Thanks. All right, that leaves Stephen. What's your minor compliment, buddy? Um, I guess it's just that, like, for for the right, like, the, I don't think this was this was great for me. Like, the, to me, this was the, like this is a, an idea that is kind of creative, but I feel like everybody's had, and it took a lot of like good work to to execute it. But I like the entertainment Definitely. value of this for me is not very high. But like for the right person, like whether it's somebody like studying Shakespeare or and super into Star Wars, or somebody who's just in an urban outfitters or something like that like i like there, there's definitely a right audience here and I, I acknowledge i'm not that that but like this is a great book for that audience you know i just that doesn't happen to be me yeah it's not as good uh for me like a more up my alley i think would be david mamet star wars yeah no it, i'm i'm mm. actually 100 percent with you on that. like if yeah. <laughs> if there was something that was a little bit more experimental in style like that yeah. like this is just sort of like this is like a templated thing you know you could do this with a couple friends over a long weekend i feel yeah for but, sure uh but something like that would just be like a little bit more creative to me but that's to me you know for somebody else who's really in, i'm sure there's many right. things in here that i didn't get that relate to to william shakespeare's plays do you think stuff. this would appear yeah. death star I might plans argue. are for closers yeah. and closers only <laughs> <laughs> use the fucking force luke yeah you know what it takes to be a Jedi? It takes brass balls. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would, See that now would I'm on board. You time. got me. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back again next week. Join us again next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about Bloodsport. Uh, this is uh, this is the guilty pleasure of sponsor Christian Walters. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, 
it, it was great. It's going to be fun. I think it should be exciting. Uh, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Anyway, it's going to be fun. Um, so join us for that. That should be really enjoyable. If you want to sponsor a topic, go to readdishweep.com. Click on the green dollar sign and then sign up for our email list. You'll be the first to know when we have more episodes available. It's going to be a couple more weeks, but we're getting close. We're getting close. And also, while you're at it, while you're on the web, please take a second if you can. If this is a thing that you have available to you right now, uh, a couple bucks for the Adairs to help them with their recovery. That's GoFundMe.com slash Adairs Recovery. And uh, if not, just like... I don't know, whatever you, if you believe in wiggling your fingers towards people and, and healing them, or if you believe in medicine, it's up to you guys. But do whatever you can. Uh, yeah, good people. And uh, Medicine or fingers, it's your choice. But if, you, if you're if you one of those ancient religions that believes that wiggling your fingers in someone's direction helps. Um, uh, I'm going to donate. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, because I don't, uh, we probably won't include this, but because I don't believe in prayer, my mom doesn't tell me to pray for people anymore. She's like, just wiggle your fingers in their direction. Like, well, I don't believe in that either mom right like if if religion yeah, seems far-fetched in a circle wiggling your fingers that's fun and you've technically hit every direction <laughs> <laughs> yeah it also depends on where the person is it might take some very specific direction giving i would hate to give good luck to someone nearby the person who had a concert tonight or whatever <laughs> Just a bystander yeah they find like a dollar without meaning to oh man i lost 20 dollars last week so anyone who finds <gasps> money in the next week technically owes me I think that's how the universe that's how works. That works. Yeah. How much did you lose? $20. Nice. A $20 bill fell out of my pocket. Well, that's what I'll donate to. Don't fund happened to me once in high school. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, get well soon, Adairs. Uh, we'll keep you posted on their recovery if we can. Um, so, and thank you for joining us at Ezra Fox and at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Yep. Thanks for doing your best of to be course. differentiating today. If you yes. Keep- I'm Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I am Ezra. I am Chris. Uh, yeah, if you guys can keep that up for the rest of the show, I think we'll have a good, easy time of keeping you apart. <laughs> the rest of forever? Yep, that's all we ask. <laughs> and uh, thank you for joining us and being distinct at Stephen T. Carter on Twitter. You're welcome. You're, uh, for that. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy this? They, they thought you might. Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the discussion of it. I, good. I, uh, I think that's what this is for, anyway. Like, you're not supposed to enjoy reading this, or <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're supposed to enjoy talking this is about to, it with people. to spark discussion. Yeah, no, but thank you, thank you for that. And yeah, yeah, get, get get well. Yeah, definitely get well. I'm donating right now. Awesome, that's very nice of you, Stephen. Uh, all right, well, we will talk to everybody next week. I'm at Alex underscore Falcone. We are at Reed underscore Weep on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Reed Weep, Reed.com slash contact. Uh, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>